Welcome to the Newswire 2018 SU election special. You're listening to Ellen Butler and I'm currently joined by Carol McGovern and Aaron Harper, the two candidates for Vice President for Engagement and Development. Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello, thanks. Uh, firstly, this is a question for both of you. Um, what made you think, you know what, I'm going to go for this position, I'm the right man for the job? And briefly, what do you, why do you think you kind of deserve this over your competitor? Who, who would you ahead. like? I, can, you I, I can start, yeah. Um, so when the role first came about two, uh, two years ago, it really seemed like something that I would be interested in. It's kind of the only areas that I really cared about in college. Um, I've been always involved as a class rep. I volunteer for both in society life and outside of college. Um, also, uh, for clubs and socks, I've been um, quite active in that I'm chairperson of two societies now so uh, it kind of seemed like a natural progression for me to go from those areas to this role okay and Carl uh, so I've loved my time in college so and I felt I could have missed out on an opportunity because in first year I came into college and I had all my friends from secondary school so we just hung out together didn't really socialize in first year at all but then second year they all went on intra and I was left in college by, by myself and I just threw myself into clubs, societies, everything, and really loved college. And I feel not a, a lot of people miss, like like me, hang out with the people they knew before and miss getting involved in college. And I want to make sure more people throw themselves into college and have a good time and engage in, in development. It's a perfect role right. to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take you both through your manifestos, if you don't mind. Um, Aaron, just to start with yourself, you've broken the position down into four main categories. Mm. That's clubs and socks, volunteering, class reps and campaigns. Um, Starting with clubs and socks, you want to, is it make profiles for each club and sock and put it on the SU website? Yes, so uh, it is uh, within our current president, Niall's manifesto to uh, revamp the new SU website. He did state at class rep council that he was going to wait until the new SU came in and that over the summer that they could revamp it. So I think it is best with the new building coming in and that we can kind of start afresh. Um, currently on the SU website, there's a one page PDF, name of a society and a contact email. Um, it's not really good enough. A lot of societies now, you can't really understand what they're about by the name. So uh, I would like a profile, what they do, events they hold, links to their social media, why you should get involved. That's written by those involved in the society. So mm-hmm. um, so they can, uh, so people can really understand what a society is about. Um, it also helps people who are thinking about coming to DCU and they can see very clearly what kind of uh, extracurricular and social activities there are in DCU. Okay, and uh, volunteering is a big part of life in DCU. Um, and as engagement and development officer, the organisation of volunteering on campus would sort of fall into your remit. Um, what would be your approach to, to that, Carol? Uh, so with volunteering, I actually uh, took, I took over when I took over as ANF chairperson this year. Right. ANF were known as, oh, they just run social events. But I changed that. And with the social events, I brought in an academic side and a volunteering side. So I ch- set a charity goal for our uh, society. This year we had a five grand ch- charity goal. So we're very close to reaching that. Like last night, we raised 1,500 for Irish breast cancer. Right. And with that, I'd also like to set an SU, if I get the role next year, I'd like to set an SU goal. So it would be 20% above what we raised this year. 
So I'll obviously do a research, find out exactly when the years end, what we raise, and raise by 20%. Right. You said there yourself you're the current chairperson of ANF, and I suppose ANF has a kind of, that's the Accounting and Finance um, Society, has a kind of reputation for planning social events and nights out. Do you think it sort of has given you any skills? Yeah, so are, you know, prepared you for this position for engagement and development? Yeah, I, I really think it has. It, I've organised a multitude of events, and as I said, I changed it not just from social events. Yeah. I've changed it. I've run academic events. I've run part of my manifesto is to prepare students for summer, and uh, that includes workshops for interviews and internships. And I've this year I've started uh, networking events with KPMG, so I've held three of them, and I've helped students. I've been a link between students and KPMG and I've got two people have actually got some internships over it as well so it's working right. well for me Aaron you've explicitly mentioned volunteering in your manifesto um, as students well I'm from my own point of view anyway I get a constant flow of emails from the college with uh, volunteering opportunities and sort of um, ways to get involved in the college do you think volunteering isn't as big as it should be on campus no I think um, with how much emphasis is put on clubs and societies, it is, as I have uh, said before, volunteering is an afterthought and that m very few people actually read or engage with those emails. Um, so I did plan, if elected, to uh, set up a volunteer life committee, which is similar to the society life committee or club life committee. Um, the role would be to create and implement strategies for volunteering and work with other organisations and societies. Uh, within DCU and further out in the community. Um, I went through this in great detail with DCU volunteering already who um, are very excited about the, the chance to get this going because they feel like that at the moment DCU volunteering is one or two people working where there is no link between them, DCU volunteering and the SU. So this mm -hmm. uh, volunteer life committee would be the, the link between the two. Right, okay. Lovely. Um, Caroline, I never gave you an opportunity to speak about Clubs and Socks. You mentioned in your manifesto that you'd like to modify how Clubs and Socks are run. Uh, or how um, they uh, modify the training. Modify the training. Uh, I think that was actually that was me. Aaron's manifesto. <laughs> My bad, sorry. We'll move on to the class rep system. Yes. Um, Aaron, you are currently a class rep. Yes. And you were last year. Uh, no, I was not last year. I was no. in first year. First year. Did you win the class rep? award um in first year i won overall class rep of the year right so you've quite a lot of experience yeah. with student politics do you think that puts you at a disadvantage carol uh not all because i believe in the i believe in the class rep system not everyone in college can be a class rep i've had like one of my class rep uh, who i had throughout the college has been christine farrell and i've worked closely with her and she actually won the same award yeah. if i'm not the mistaken after, yeah. and i've engaged with her a lot and like she is my link to the class rep council i've been to class rep councils a few times so i ha i have engaged with class rep even though i haven't been a class rep right yeah and um uh, i'm sure you both know about the issues we had with class reps <laughs> last year last or last semester should yes. i say uh, i think it was week seven or eight was it before um i believe it was week eight when we yeah. had our first crc before, yeah the class reps were elected and yeah. and took office some class didn't get class reps till second semester yeah yeah, well. yeah so obviously you'd both be hoping to avoid that mm. this coming year do you foresee it happening again same issues and if it did how would you deal with that i think i think both of us would agree yeah it won't happen next year no. either one of us who are elected 
Yeah, do you have plans for measures to put in place to avoid that happening? Yeah, so I'd have a backup paper ballot, I'd revert back and I'd set a defined date that we will have class reps by, so everyone knows the date we'll have it. If the online system doesn't work, we'll revert the paper. Right. Yes, exactly. well, something similar with the, the, the backup system. I think what's really important is that this this year, one of the major reasons why it didn't work is that ISS weren't met, uh, the SU and ISS didn't meet in person right. to try and sort yeah. the issue out. It was all over phone or through email. That needs to change yeah. if it is. Uh, possibly Siobhan didn't think that the situation was as serious as it was mm -hmm. and it did cause a lot of backlog and it's possibly one of the reasons why there isn't as many candidates because uh, we've had such a late start to the year that it kind of the elections crept up on right. everyone and not yeah. many people who had kind of got into the societies or class reps kind of right yeah got into their uh, role as you mentioned there um, I think everyone was quite shocked at the sort of low numbers of people who put themselves forward for these um, SU positions um, last year 13 people ran for SBAT positions and now there's just eight mm. um, do either of you have any idea why that is you're saying that it could be linked to sort of the slow start in September yeah well um, there has been a lack of a community feel really in on Glasnevin campus anyway mm. um, with the lack of a, a space for students um, we've seen so many society balls getting cancelled um, events not doing as well as they have done and so many events having to be pushed further afield um, I think another issue could be that it's simply too expensive for people 300 euro is an awful lot for a budget on top of the 150 of printing credit which you do get so that's 300 euro you have to pay pay to you of your own, of your own money so right. you don't get it back whether you win or lose and okay. you get a 50 you give a 50 euro deposit as well which depending on if you break rules or not you may not get it all back okay um i think that i definitely if if i was elected i would change that around i think the use the amount of paper used is uh ridiculous for the fact that the cleaners take them down nearly every morning mm. um instead of 150 euro possibly reducing it to something like 20 having a certain areas within each building that you can put up posters and then giving the other 130 euro to the candidates so at least there are people yeah. who are less well off are able to know that they will have a budget to run a campaign right okay yeah and i think uh the glamour SU was always seen as glamorous they had their office they had every they had mm -hmm. everything people like oh the president's office this I think this year with the SU being hidden away yeah everyone doesn't see that glamorous side it's just like oh but I think next year when the when the student centre is built and everyone sees it I think there'll be a lot more people running for it yeah, next year improve engagement yeah. I'm, I'm sure it would do you think it reflects the work of the incumbent officers at all the, the level of engagement in student politics this year Kind of. I don't think that it is kind of directly related because they have done a really good job and possibly that for some people they can tend to run because they think that their SU isn't doing a good enough job and yeah. that is why they run. So mm -hmm, true. that can be a reason why, why less people have run. But also it hasn't really been uh, advertised as much as it possibly should have, um, both during the elections and pre-elections it hasn't been pushed as much as I think it should have been. Right. Yeah, I feel like they should have brought out videos. So like mm. a yeah. five videos for each candidate. Like, so say the president, yeah. they'll have Niall, they're like, I'm the current president, president, and explain exactly what the roles do. And then just like, it, 
I think that gets shared around and people see exactly what they're doing because sometimes a lot of people don't know what each role does and it's only for research mm. uh, research you know so yeah. I think that could be an option to improve engagement as well do you think th they should bring in actual measures to prevent a scenario like this happening again yeah. like say a requirement to have a minimum of two or three candidates for each position or I don't know gender balance sort of requirements um, I don't think you can really implement yeah. that I mean if you like first thing if you needed two or three candidates um, one person who could be the best person for the job in the entire uh, college like this year I believe that if you were to take the 17,000 students you wouldn't find a better candidate than Vito for president but he wouldn't be allowed to run if we did set a minimum of two or three and you are forcing people to run that way mm -hmm. I think the best the best way to encourage people to run is to plant seeds in their heads now during the election for next year and right. to show a good example and market each role uh, coming up to elections and especially push it on people who are class reps because those are the, the sort of people who do get involved in student poli uh, politics and in areas that other students wouldn't really know about uh, that goes on in a student union mm -hmm. and they, I believe, would be the best type of people right. for the role. Yeah, it's it's tough though when you look at the situation for education and placement and the role opened nobody went nobody went for it and yeah. they reopened it and two students went for it and then a lot of students are having problems with these two students to go to but how many times do they want to reopen the nominations yeah, yeah so they I have to fill the position, somehow, fill the position yeah. somehow yeah i see what you mean yeah um aaron you are looking to implement a class rep awards reward system is it yes so um i as i uh, last two years i've been a class rep um anyone that i have known that has been a very good class rep uh, a lot of the time their class doesn't really know how good a job they are doing so i think a great way to uh, encourage or sh get students in a class to understand how well their class rep has done for them by rewarding the entire class for the job of uh, a g for the good job that a class rep has done um i think it will help show appreciation and that students in the class can understand then just how good a job a class rep has done right and you're also mentioned in your manifesto about awareness campaigns in dcu mm. and that you're looking to set up a working group for members of the dcu volunteer crew to ensure that campaigns are run properly do you think there's been a lack of organization with campaigns i think no matter what campaign um it, it kind of seems like there is let's say a welfare campaign for body and soul week that uh it can be podged by himself and that he, he it takes weeks for him to come up with ideas to to work um with other areas of the college to work with societies that he sometimes would just need people on the ground and um, having a group there in place ready to uh, be mobilized whenever needed is I think something very important and a lot of people may not be interested in clubs and societies they may not have time to volunteer in or outside of college but they might have you know might be really interested in mental health or might be really interested in something uh, like a national campaign that the USI run and they might want to get involved in that and this is a good way that they can get involved and they can get a, mm -hmm. a door a step into the the SU and kind of uh, engage with uh, sabbatical officers and other people within the SU 
uh, you also have a challenge, the Sabbats. Yes. Idea. It's kind of a novel idea. Can you tell us a bit about that? Um, well, it was actually something I put in because I discussed it with a, a number of other candidates and that uh, a lot of us come from either the same area that we're all involved in clubs and socks or that we come from uh, the same faculty. So an awful lot of people are running from either business or humanities. There are very mm-hmm. few from computing or engine computing and engineering and science and health or education um the idea is simply that to challenge uh, sabbatical officers to live uh the way uh, someone in the college lives every day that they haven't done themselves right. to kind of give them another perspective yeah. whether it be giving up giving up meat for a week or you know some something along those lines right okay um carol moving over to you um to be honest, looking at your manifesto, it's quite short and it's kind of events based. Do you have ideas of how you would sort of explore and develop um, other engagement and development issues? Yeah, so uh, my manifesto is short because I believe a lot of research has to be done. So like I've met I've met with postgrads, and s- s- for example, I believe before I implement it, promise things I have to meet and I have to have focus groups with the likes of the postgrads so I could go and find out what exactly they need I don't I can't say I I haven't lived their life so I don't know what they want and what I think they might want might be unrealistic so I think I need focus groups I need time to see what students want so I can help them and get so I can get them engaged yeah like DCU has all sorts of different students from different backgrounds mm. with a range of interests, hobbies, yeah, ways like of life. Do do you uh, do you have any way of ensuring that there's something available for everyone? So yeah, so one of the one of the worst things I've heard was uh I met with the person who started the Erasmus Society and she said her first event they had down, the amount of people she met that they uh, Dublin is the last on the destination for Erasmus students. They hate Dublin. Right. She said everyone came down and just they're like I've sat in my room for the first three months watching Netflix. I haven't socialized with anyone. I live for these events, so it's stuff okay. like that. I I have to look at all the areas. So I have to look at Erasmus yeah. students. I have to look at postgrad students. I have to look at all the different groups to get everyone involved. Yeah, I suppose another group of students that are sometimes neglected are commuters, and, and you've addressed those uh, yeah. in your so manifesto. Uh, can you tell us a bit about p- your proposed compu- commuter hubs? Commute hubs yeah, say. so I commute for the first three years of college and I actually live on campus this year. So I've seen different problems with the commuters. Often uh, I find like I, w- I was waiting around for events and I didn't really have anywhere to go. Like, So I sat in the library a few times watching Netflix because I just had nothing to do. I wasn't going to sit in new bar drinking. Didn't have the money to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, So my idea for commuter hubs is there'll be plenty of room in the new student center that's open in Glasnevin for commuter hubs so I'd love um, it'd be a relaxing place where people have basic amenities that they can chill wait for events coming on later down in Pats the Java Cafe would be a perfect place to have the commuter hub I think it needs to be renovated completely because the new student center is opening here and it's going to be state of the art and we're down in Pats they won't have that so I think Mm -hmm. Java needs to be renovated then down in Hollow Hollows as well I'd like a commuter hub as well and when you say commuter hub I keep saying computer hub (laughs) commuter hub what do you what do you foresee it looking like do you know we we do have Java and Uber and we will have the new um, student hub yep but uh, I see basic amenities added right like to make it more of a commuter hub places commuters can go so like okay 
just stuff like charging ports they had before, etc. Kettles. The the thing with the microwaves, I still don't understand why we don't have microwaves on campus. Yeah. I've been on. I've been to other campuses. They all have microwaves, and it just blows yeah. my mind. Um, you also have proposed a weekly bus to bring students from Glasnevin and Pats to yep. Domini Shopping Centre. Yep. Um, that idea, it's, it's a great idea, but it's actually been proposed in the past by the SU and hasn't been successful. Uh, because I actually met with James Donahue and he was one of the people involved in bringing it up. They started it halfway through the year okay. when pe- people get into routines. You go, right, I go to shops with these with this guy or this guy at this time we go together pick up all our meat do this go back if it's implemented from the start like companies are willing to sponsor it because if you drop 20 30 students to do the weekly shop in little little will sponsor you so if you do it from the start of the year and get students engaged get the first years all on board then i i see it working okay um, DCUFM News was reporting from the St. Pat's hustings on Monday and it was we were chatting to a few students. It was quite clear that they're disappointed at the level of SU sort of representation and um, engagement this, this past year anyway. They feel kind of isolated and neglected since the incorporation. Um, neither of you directly uh, addressed the incorporation in your manifestos. Do you think there is a problem with integration in DCU or how would you go about making the community more inclusive and... Um, active i suppose um well i think there has definitely been um a lack of engagement within uh st pat students uh, a big problem is that i suppose the the sabbatical officers very often aren't in or around campus that uh, anytime i have needed them they're not in their office um and i, I really hate shooting like a facebook message to them because they're working and you don't really want to i don't really want to do that um i think in in st pat's nothing has really changed for them since incorporating nothing they haven't felt any benefits of joining dcu um i think something that we need to do is have more daytime events uh, more reasons for them to stay on campus more reasons for them to move between campuses um and integrate more with other societies i think during clubs and socks fair it's it's this big old thing in in Glasnevin campus and then we get uh, an email or a message in the uh, Facebook the chairperson Facebook page that's like oh it's first come first serve tables only share half a table in Pat's auditorium right. and it's not really fair that so much emphasis is put on Glasnevin when there are still a lot of students so I think um, promoting societies down there promoting other opportunities whether it be volunteering uh, and things like that are really important to sh- f- make them feel like DCU students rather than kind of half St. Pat's students, half DCU students. Yeah. And yeah. yourself, Gareth? Uh, I think the last two years there's going to be an unofficial uh, Pat's president, kind of like Matt Davy last year, uh, this year, and then Manus last year. I mm-hmm. think to make them feel more involved, I think that can't happen all sabbaticals must be equally represented down there they must like i talked to them they don't feel comfortable talking to different sabbaticals so i feel every sabbatical should have a presence down there and they should be able to go talk to any not just their one unofficial patriarch yeah um some people probably have forgotten as well that the su are holding two referendums 
alongside the the elections, one on Irish unity and the other on banning single-use plastics. Um, what's your stance on these referendums, uh, Carol? I voted yes for both of them. Yeah. Uh, for the sustainability one, I've as far as I'm aware, that is already planning on coming in to the the sustainability board has already made plans for that to come into DCU and it's coming into DCU. Right. I I'm not sure myself. Yeah. yeah, it's coming into DCU. It's coming into the... It's going to all change over. The Helix already have plans of changing it over as well. Okay. So I think that's just for a student stance on it. And and the Irish Unity? Just you yeah. voted yes yourself? Yeah, I, su- I support it. Uh, I take it you're voting yes in the referendum to ban single-use plastics, Aaron, anyway. Um, yes, and I think it's a, it's a good step like in the right direction I think DCU um, despite it getting I think it was within the top 50 sustainable colleges in or young colleges in the world right and they do not do enough for sustainability they don't have the proper places for composting for recycling Um, it's very hard to I mean I don't know if you've been on campus early in the morning but anytime I've walked past the cleaners have the rubbish bags out yeah. in in the street after they've cleaned a room and 90% of the the stuff in those bags are either compostable or recyclable but they're going to go into the rubbish. Yeah. Um I will well I have voted yes for it. Um yeah, I think you have in your mani- manifesto that you want to make DCU a sustainable university. Yes. Yeah. So um I yeah I think the SU should really lead by example that by providing uh, like recycling bins, compost bins, both in the student center, possibly a, like sort of a recycling center, if possible. Um, I think while the res- uh, the eco-friendly, the reusable cups are great, um, there's all sorts of other objects available. So like knives and forks that you can carry with you, bowls, things like that can all be used. And also um, with the space that we'd have, there would be an, enough room to have workshops on sustainability because now you are able to save an awful lot of money by being more sustainable in your lifestyle um right. so I, you know i'm a big i'm in big, big favor of that yeah uh, as with the unity thing i mm. did vote yes for it but i would personally think that it is up to northern ireland to decide that i would think that before that either way whether they join or not there's going to be a group unhappy that there is quite a divide in northern ireland over it i would think that Northern Ireland should become an, their own independent nation before deciding whether to join Ireland. To yeah. s- so it kind of would get rid of the sectarian element of it. Okay, well, I'm afraid we've run out of time, but thanks a million for joining us. Um, cool. And um, best of luck with the campaigns. Thank you. Thank you.